This is the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast session number 118, Messages, Moments, and Memories. Hi there, and welcome to session number 118 of the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast. I'm so happy to be here with you today after not recording and releasing a session in a month. And there is good reason for that, which I'll go into in this session. I'm Annette Bone, and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the joy and the privilege of sharing my journey back into the dance world, the transformation I've experienced, the lessons I've learned, and the wonderful artists I've met along the way who also share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. So, wow, what a month. I experienced something that I know many of you have gone through, and uh, if you haven't gone through it yet, uh, it's inevitable because it's a part of life. And we'll just get right into the session here with what I've learned in terms of messages, moments, and memories, and how important each one is, whether it's your life, your business, there's something to be learned. And I hope in sharing a little bit of this with you, that you can take away what you need to take away. And wow, I'm at a loss for words just right at this moment as I'm digesting (laughs) this. But again, I'm happy to be back with you. Happy to be resuming these podcast episodes and would love your feedback. First of all, If you want to join my private Facebook group, The Dancepreneuring Collective, where we continue the conversation, send me a direct message either on Facebook, Instagram, or via email at Annette at AnnetteBone.com or go to my website. I would love to hear from you. would love to get your feedback on how I can help you best because that's what I'm here for. I want to be able to help you in whether uh, in your dance or your business journey, whatever it is. It is my desire to be of service. So anyway, let's get to this session, Messages, Moments, and Memories. This is Nick Goblish from the Dependent Independent Podcast, and you're listening to the Dancepreneuring Studio with my friend Annette Bone. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. An evening of artistic inspiration. I was so happy driving home from attending a film festival of short dance films presented at UCLA. I got to meet the, I got to meet the Lombard twins and choreographer Tice DiOrio of So You Think You Can Dance. It was great to see artistic work, dance on film, as I'm always excited to see dance in every kind of medium. And I was happily setting my alarm, my phone, to airplane mode, and of course my alarm, and looking forward to what the next day would bring. And excited about presenting at my first success dance symposium that weekend. So morning comes and my phone alarm goes off. I have it set to something calming with these words, expect supernatural blessings. The next few minutes were far from calm, and I didn't see the blessing of what happened next. I swiped my phone back off airplane mode, and I see several text messages and missed phone call alerts appear very quickly. And as I glanced down, they were one right after the other, because obviously it was on airplane mode, and so they all piled up. 
My heart started beating rapidly. I knew something was up because some of the numbers were not ones that called me very often, and they were all from Guam. First dreaded voicemail. My mom leaves a message saying that my sister was in emergency and that things were not looking good. Voicemail after voicemail, I check of relatives telling me to call my mom. Then that last voicemail from my mother that my younger sister had passed away. You can't control the messages or the delivery of messages, but you can control how you will process the messages to an extent. And if you feel that you can't control your reaction to those messages, later on, you will process what you learn from those messages. And that this is how I'm processing it now, telling you about what happened and why I have not done a podcast in over a month or almost a month. I felt moments of sadness and shock, of course, followed by moments of numbness, anger, and guilt. And I still feel all of these things in varying degrees at different times, and I can never predict when I feel these things. But day by day, things are getting better. Despite my sister passing away the night before, I still ended up doing the Success Dance Symposium with my good friend, Kay Nicole Hagens, and I'm so happy that I did. I felt that it would be the best way to honor her memory, to encourage someone else, and to focus on helping someone else, even in the midst of my grief. I had told the participants at the end of what had happened. I wasn't sure if I was going to or not, but I did tell them, like I said, that I thought it would be the best way to honor her memory because she still had dreams and goals. And I wanted to encourage everyone there that they needed to pursue and be on the journey that they're supposed to be on, not ignore the promptings within their heart and soul of what it is that they are passionate about. So I'm so glad that I did that. And I felt that that was the right thing to do, even though the participants were <laughs> surprised that I didn't cancel. I'm so glad I didn't. It was actually quite therapeutic for me. If you've experienced someone close dying, someone close to you dying, even if you haven't, I've learned that no matter what the cause of death is, no matter how young, how old, whether it was expected or not, it is always a difficult situation to go through. I had moments of headaches and lots of tears. But despite all this, I also had moments of gratitude that I could not predict when they were coming and they would show up. Like, first, I thought she's no longer in pain because she had been dealing with pain and it had started getting worse and worse. And I knew that she was waiting to get some procedures done. She had been dealing with symptoms and having to take uh, time off work. And another moment of gratitude came when I realized, you know, we had a positive conversation the week before she died. We also had special time together the past this past summer when she had visited with her significant other and her son, my nephew. And so these moments of gratitude obviously still come in and out now, but they showed up very early for me as I had learned of her passing. Moments both sad and happy are a part of life, but there is much to gain in all of these moments, whether they are happy and whether they are sad. And I, I've had a lot of them, and I know that everyone has had a lot of them. We are not immune to both of these types of moments. Some of the more positive moments as I had to fly back to Guam, where I had lived for about six years from seventh grade to 12th grade before I came out to California for college, 
Um, there were things that I did not appreciate <laughs> when I was living back then, like the humidity, the hot weather, the um, just silly things. But going back for her funeral and helping my mom take care of some things, I learned to appreciate and I relished the heat, the humidity. I felt the healing power of the sun more than ever. I appreciated the cleanliness of the air. There was no smog like there is in Southern California. There were butterflies that I saw everywhere. And my sister's house is in the middle of jungle. You can't even find it on Google Maps. And so even seeing a brown tree snake in the yard, in the, actually on the concrete near the yard, and actually not knowing if it was alive or dead, but <laughs> I didn't freak out actually. And these um, snakes are have been caught the causes of power outages quite frequently on Guam. I don't know how they've fixed it, maybe building some more power lines underground. I don't know. I don't know the whole thing. But anyway, I actually appreciated seeing these creatures and also these two wild pigs that came out at night. And I thought, oh my goodness, these things that would have freaked me out and irritated me years and years ago, I actually found comforting. So there was these moments of gratitude that would show up and um, I got to take yoga and meet some amazing people, got to go to different places that I didn't go to when I lived there. And I think just the gratitude of finding newfound appreciation in the little things was a blessing to me and helped me through this grieving process. Memories. I talked about messages, moments, and now memories. And I have some great memories of my sister. I even have some peaceful memories through this whole process of even going through the funeral and things that I didn't think that I could handle and having the support of her friends and my family and extended family. I had forgotten that people can come together and really be strength and support and encouragement through such a difficult time. And I don't take that for granted anymore. All of this happened Oh, first of all, the memories, some of these these uh, memories that I'm going to take with me, first of all, is that my list of now what I want to do when I go back to visit again has actually grown for, it's weird because it's such a small place and <laughs> there was such, for a long time, there's, I wanted to just get off the island and now I want to go back and experience the things that I have on my list, some, a lot of outdoor things like hiking and paddle boarding in different parts, different beaches where the water is so clear and certain restaurants that have popped up that I hadn't tried and, and seeing other people that I did not get a chance to see. And being able to see the abundance of mangoes. I love mangoes. They're one of my favorite fruits. And having bags brought to my sister's house, bags and bags and bags, and we couldn't finish them. And just taking in the smells and seeing mango trees all around her property and then at the the really like uneven pave. It's not even really paved. It's more gravelly. The road and mango trees all over and coconut trees all over and just seeing the abundance of green and enjoying the quietness in the middle of the jungle, things like that. I never thought I would appreciate memories. Those memories, I, you know, they're still very vivid in my mind. There are also those memories of what it felt like to touch her casket as it was being lowered to the ground. I know kind of, it's a little bit morbid, but I never thought that I could handle something like that after my past experiences with other people dying and how mortified I was dealing with that. This was a little bit different, maybe because I'm older, the relationship is different. The context of what had happened before our relationship was different. We ended on really good terms. The last time I'd spoken to her, I, 
I look fondly at our text message exchanges on WhatsApp and I don't feel totally sad. I miss her, but I feel like I have no regrets in that area. And so I'm really thankful that she's out of pain and that um, I've been able to process a lot of these things that I have gratitude for. So there's blessing in that. And these memories that resulted from an unfortunate experience has made me appreciate and reassess what is important, who we are as people, as individuals, the importance of compassion and patience, which were tested very much for me. And I did not pass with flying colors all the time. <laughs> I wouldn't say I even passed with flying colors any of the time. It was a big test. There were other factors going into this that really tested my sense of compassion and patience. One thing I learned is that we need to acknowledge that people process grief, whether it's from something like this, where it's a death of someone close to you. It could be a loss of something else, which I have friends who have gone through other losses that are light grief, but they're experiencing grief in the same manner. And it reminded me that people process the this grief that's part of life in different ways, and there's no right or wrong way to process it. And for us to judge and to try to fix it, I've learned is not really up to us. And everybody has their own journey and process through that. So I want to leave you with a quote I found from Alan Cohen that describes what I went through. Scared and sacred are spelled with the same letters. Awful proceeds from the same root word as awesome. Terrify and terrific. Every negative experience holds a seed of transformation. I experienced transformation in my perspectives, in my perception, and in my appreciation. And I hope that you can experience these in your daily life, that it doesn't have to be something as extreme as grief to appreciate and to experience new perspectives such as these. Messages, moments, and memories, we all have them, good and bad. But there is something marvelous to learn from them all. I thought that was going to be harder to record. <laughs> going through some of those messages, moments, and memories again. But it's amazing how God helps you heal through the process and progressing through these different perspectives perspectives I've gained. I'm so thankful and so thankful that you have chosen to listen to this podcast. If you found this session helpful or any of the other sessions helpful, I'd really appreciate a rating or review and for you to subscribe on either Apple Podcast, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, whatever you use for your podcast player and subscriptions. And I would love to give you a shout out on a future session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Again, if you'd like to continue the conversation, you can join my private Facebook group called the Dancepreneuring Collective. Just send me a message and I'll add you. Otherwise, I am looking forward to sharing more with you. And I really, again, appreciate your time and your attention. I pray that you have an exceptional week and more blessings than you can imagine. I really look forward to talking with you again soon. Thank you for listening. 
This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by annettebone.com and dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.